So good afternoon and welcome to the Leap Day, February 29th, 2024 meeting of the Fitchburg Historical Commission. I'd like to now call this meeting to order. Have a gavel, thank you. Um, just be advised that FATV is conducting an audio and video recording of this meeting for public broadcast. Uh, ask that anyone else in the audience who is recording this meeting to please identify themselves for the record now. And, and uh, no one is. And um, so, welcome. Meeting has begun. Uh, uh, present today, we have uh, on my left uh, um, Ellen DiGeronimo, Charles Sternamolo. Uh, to my right, Don Ostrowski and Andy Lapasti, uh, which is a full, uh, all of our members are currently here. So we have a complete uh, meeting here. Uh, we also have a couple guests with us. Um, uh, and Joe, thank you for coming. And we'll try to uh, um, let you. If you have any questions along as we're going ahead, feel free just to speak uh, as if you have questions. Um, I've uh, shown what our agenda is. So uh, first public comment period. Uh, I don't think there's anyone that has public comment at the moment. So we'll move on to item number two, review and approve minutes for the January 25th, 2024 meeting. I think we all have received copies of that. Any comments or motion to? I move that we approve the minutes. Mm -hmm. um, as I second the motion. Thank you, Don. Any discussion, other comments? Um, we have a <clears throat> motion and a second. Uh, all in favor of approving the minutes, say aye. 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 That's unanimous. Thank you very much. Thanks, Andy, for the good minutes. Uh, number three, activities for May Preservation Month. Um, this year, um, we are, as noted at our last meeting, we're, we're planning um, uh, events for Fitchburg, this being kind of national Preservation Month in May, and at uh, Ellen's uh, suggestion, having some uh, events that kind of feature uh, Fitchburg downtown area in particular, and, and preservation in Fitchburg as, as kind of a important piece. Something we haven't done uh, in the in the recent past, or from my memory, and um, we've had a uh, we've kind of pulled together a coalition of uh, interested parties, including the uh, Historical Society. Um, we've talked with the mayor's office. Uh, they're very interested in it also. Um, also other departments in the city, including the uh, Community Development Office, the Economic Development Office. Um, and we're also uh, hoping to get input from uh, other groups in the city, such as the um, in-town um, group, and hopefully have the backing of uh, our city councilors, the city at large, and other organizations in 
uh, in the city and kind of celebrating um, our heritage, particularly of our downtown area, kind of celebrating the, the architecture that we still have and retain and uh, kind of featuring it and making it uh, hopefully with uh, a kind of a, a grand event that we've scheduled for um, May 23rd, uh, which is a Thursday or the, the next to last Thursday of the month. And we're hoping to have our grand event uh, here in this legislative building, 4 p.m., uh, possibly about an hour-long program uh, with some uh, recognition and illustrations of uh, um, the things that Fitchburg has done in uh, preserving uh, the cultural uh, of the city, and particularly the downtown area, and kind of featuring through perhaps a PowerPoint presentation and uh, inviting the public to attend also also and help present um, recognize the importance of preservation for our city um, and recognizing projects like city hall this council chamber being preserved for the good of the city uh, just looking across the street what's happening with the theater block and up and down the street from uh, Morin square all the way up to uh, River Street and beyond kind of the uh, positive things that are happening, uh, particularly with the reuse of our great architectural heritage that we have in the city. And even the small businesses that are occupying the storefronts and kind of proliferating on Main Street and uh, doing their uh, great, uh, by creating, um, you know, and, and reusing these storefronts and ground floors and uh, property owners and businesses looking at ways of uh, utilizing their whole buildings um, for mixed uses and such as offices and housing, et cetera. So we have lots of examples of that, um, including uh, new housing developments and older structures in square, and all the way up to the Academy Street uh, school buildings that are uh, actively in process of uh, becoming uh, um, apartments and artist studios, et cetera. So there's uh, great things happening. So um, if I can, let me just see if I can uh, bring up another document that we have. Um, see here if I can find it just to review this a little bit and I, and I think um, one of our guests uh, Joe uh, you're with the cultural council with the city and um, it, it's great that you're here and uh, it's, it's something that we've needed to do for a long time and and not uh, we collaborated uh, as much as we should. And if this is something that um, your council and the culture, cultural, uh, cultural alliance in the city could be somewhat involved in also, or at least get it on each of our calendars as something that's, uh, that we, sure, yeah. Thank you, uh, and thank you for recognizing me. And uh, it, it is quite true that uh, we're, quite overdue in having a collaboration with the uh, Historical Commission. 
uh, and the Cultural Council. And uh, when we get to uh, the section of the agenda uh, for which I'm speaking, I'll sort of elaborate a bit more on that. But um, I, I would love to get our Cultural Alliance and Cultural Council involved in the events in May uh, for what you're trying to do. And um, I can be the conduit of communication on that. And we have uh, at least two more meetings on the Cultural Council to uh, to to decide how we want to participate in, in what you're trying to accomplish. So I appreciate your invitation. Thank you. Good. And, and um, I'm trying to, let's see. Can you take that agenda off? Will the camera show him speaking to? Because it was just showing you. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've stopped sharing. I'm, I'm not sure if the... Uh, He's got a speech. Cameras, FATV, if you can um, figure out how to include other people addressing the audience, that'd be great. Maybe when his microphone goes, when he takes his microphone, it might show him. No. Okay. Um, you mean, mean Joe has something that he can... Uh, a second here. I wanted to bring up a um, another document here. I want to share a screen. Now we have two of me. Hold <laughs> out, Keith. That's always good. Um, you, get, you get more work done that way. We're not getting fully functional here of our technology, but uh, it does work sometimes. Um, let me see if I can get this. And something I could share with you, Joe, also, as we get my share screen again, get on Zoom. Screen. I was just saying that if Joe talks, the microphone will hear his voice and then it'll pipe his picture up. Oh. Okay, this is this is uh, this is a lot of reading in very small print, um, but uh, it's kind of carrying on about the preservation month, a piece that uh, uh, hopefully we can get um, uh, and tying into our working with the cultural commission um, earlier this month. Um, Ellen and I, uh, this was primarily Ellen's uh, initiative here and uh, for, for credit of, of having or looking for an event like this. Ellen and I organized a meeting with uh, Liz Murphy of uh, Community Development, Mary Jo Bohart of Economic Development, uh, Megan Donahue of the uh, Redevelopment Authority, and um, and uh, that small group met on the 12th, and this is just kind of a quick uh, review of notes of that particular meeting, uh, but kind of uh, a subtitle for the, the major event is celebrate the importance of uh, historic preservation in Fitchburg's urban revitalization. Um, and what we hope to do is you know, we're, we're developing a uh, nearly complete a multi-page color brochure, old out brochure of downtown 
historic areas in Fitchburg. And again, all the way from Warren Square up through the Upper Common. And um, a nice kind of overview of uh, the history of the city and of the, uh, the heritage of the multiple spots kind of along and adjacent to Main Street and, and the great architectural and other treasures that are found. Uh, a lot of it is National Register Historic Districts that people may not recognize, but there are uh, uh, two major ones on, on the route, and there's two more major ones that are in the process, process of application for National Register Historic uh, Recognition. Uh, there's also our local historic district, which is a Monument Park local historic district. And anyhow, we, we hope to launch and have multiple copies of this brochure available for, for the general public in Fitchburg. Uh, so that's that's going to be a release date for that. And we're getting uh, kind of final edits to this. Uh, it's turning out to be a, a great brochure uh, that um, the city can use along with the Cultural Alliance and Cultural Council uh, to have and to help distribute to our, our citizens and visitors to the community, et cetera. So, uh, one of the uh, launches or things that we'll be doing at that, uh, during that month is launching this uh, brochure release. Um, we also talked about perhaps during the month having several smaller preservation-oriented events prior to the main event on the 23rd, uh, perhaps including uh, uh, Pete Capodigli's uh, Rock Walk, May's Rock Walk, and being part of the part of that month's particular events. Uh, uh, resources available for restoration and preservation. Uh, there are a lot of um, documents that homeowners and business and property owners could use for guidelines for preservation. Uh, there's also uh, resources for economic development, particularly in the downtown areas, uh, that uh, our economic development uh, department in, uh, has a lot of information on that, and we'll have that available, and other resources for uh, preservation and examples of uh, perhaps what other communities have done. Um, again, the item number four is the, that main event. Um, and here in, in this chamber, uh, kind of recognizing uh, things in, in the past, since we haven't done this for a while, the past decade or so, which would include uh, a lot of the uh, preservation work that it's done all the way from uh, New View, you know, doing its uh, redo of the, the uh, safety fund building and it's a great apartments and uh, their presence on main street um, and more in stair uh, more in square apartments uh the city hall things with uh, they're happening up and down main street including the uh yarn mill and uh hopefully the ivor johnson complex over river street etc so lots of things uh, in the works and helping you kind of recognize that um, obviously getting it on city calendar, uh, getting press coverage from FATB, perhaps the, uh, the local paper, uh, local papers and other pieces. And so I'm getting input from, uh, um, 
your groups also could help uh, in collaborating. We Absolutely. in particular planning group is meeting again this Monday uh, at 1 p.m. at the uh, North Meeting Room in City Hall. And, um, you know, public certainly invited to, to help with that. If that's something, Joe, uh, you or any of your, your other council members or uh, would like to be uh, join us in, that would be great. Sure. I, you said that meeting is on Monday at 1 p.m. Is it at City Hall? It, it's at City Hall, third floor, North Meeting Room. And um, and it's it's to talk about item number six, or is it more broader than the advertising? As far as uh, it, it's pretty much a preservation month. Uh, May celebration planning session for for the May session. Oh, okay. So, um, but uh, you know, if you have other things, it'd be kind of good to tie in with it, or if you have other activities that are happening in May, that would be good to know also. So we're kind of coordinating, not uh, crossing, crossing uh, things. So this would be obviously a good time to coordinate our calendars and things like that. Okay, um, I'll see what again, I can coordinate for participation on that. Um, I'll see what I can coordinate for a participation on that. Okay. Um, I. I, per I personally work during the day on Monday, so unless I get a, a late lunch, um, it might not be likely that I'll, I will come, but I'll do my best to see if there's okay. others that are available on any of the organizations I'm involved in. That would be great. Yeah, happy um, to do it. And I'll try to remember, I can send you a copy of these kind of last meeting minutes that are uh, will be uh, essentially our, our agenda kind of going forward. That'd be great. Talked about. Thank you. Uh, there'll be, uh, Susan Devar will be there hopefully and um and uh monique with uh, in town mm -hmm. said she hopes to be there also great so it's going to be an expanded meeting and hopefully uh get lots of ideas from lots of people on how we can uh, help coordinate this and things in the future also so it's good that we're all kind of finding uh our that's how we build communities we collaborate right no no that's yep. i love it thank you um, Keith, can you, can you email us a copy of those notes? Yes. Sure. Okay. I, I will email everybody on that. And thought maybe I had, but I think it's been, I probably didn't. So let me just get a writing instrument. Want to borrow a pencil? Yeah. Great, we'll do that. Um, along with um, kind of this releasing of the brochure and uh, some kind of recognition of properties up and down Main Street that have been, um, been doing some great things and uh, kind of uh, Reurbanizing our, our downtown, and we can see the difference uh, a lot of us has been making, and it's great to see. Um, we 
also uh, are starting a project that's kind of a collaboration with uh, the historical society that is really the archive of uh, much or just about all of our history. And um, we are working to create a, an inventory of kind of all the existing buildings up and down Main Street and in kind of the downtown area. Um, again, um, an idea and thought that's come up from Ellen, and hope we can get this done. And um, I've, I've asked Andy Lapasti to kind of help organize this as, as he works at the Historical Society or volunteers there and to help create this kind of database of each of the properties as as we look at them, a lot of a lot of them great things are happening with them, with some before and after or, or then and now photographs of the buildings and we uh, the historical society and the city's archives have some great images of of our downtown and earlier pictures of our buildings and really quite interesting to the general public and particular to each property owner, kind of seeing uh, images of their building uh, in the past. Um, and also um, Historical Society has a great archive of histories of, of ownership and uh, other images uh, um, and history of lots of parts of our city, including individual buildings. And we have, um, the city's inventory, historic inventory, uh, for the Mass Historical Commission's archive, which is called MACRIS. Uh, it has um, a great inventory of these buildings and including this in kind of a database that could either be printed out or accessed by the public, uh, being able to see by search by address of our city buildings and being able to see the, uh, the then and now uh, images and access uh, the histories of those individual properties. So this could be uh, a great archive for just the the curious. Many of us are looking at, as we look at our downtown, and also a, a great resource for property owners or potential property owners to be able to see. Uh, and understand the heritage of uh, all of these many, many buildings and properties that we have on Main Street in the downtown area. So uh, we're starting this off and we hope to have some of this completed by May and we'll obviously continue working on that and uh, kind of announcing it's, it's happening uh, to the general public uh, during the May ceremonies also. So thanks Andy for, for volunteering to help uh, put that database together. And we're, I uh, think, often running with that and uh, trying to find out the best ways of creating an accessible database uh, with all this rich information and photography and uh, history, uh, document, you know, well-documented history of uh, many of the properties that uh, we see every day. Um, let's see. And uh, just... Yeah, so we will be meeting uh, this Monday, May 4th, at 1 p.m. at the third floor, Merchants, City Hall, North Meeting Room. Thank you. Um, 
any other comments on the May events or uh, you're all welcome to kind of join the planning meeting on, on Monday. Um, if you would like, I'll send these uh, minutes out to everybody also. Uh, and uh, uh, I suspect that uh, you know, the mayor will be there or someone from her staff also. And they, uh, uh, I think we'll be uh, backing this as a great uh, event for the city also. Okay. Um, you said Monday, May 4th. Did you mean to say March 4th? March, March 4th, excuse me, thank you. This coming Monday, March 4th. Okay, moving on to item number five, and coordination of May and other initiatives with the Cultural Council, and scratch out the mission, wrote that incorrectly, and the Cultural Alliance. And Joe, <laughs> uh, uh, I think we talked about this some, but if you have any other comments, uh, yeah, I actually have a prepared statement, if it's okay if I uh, go through that, just take a few minutes. Sure. Um, so I'm actually here on the, in the capacity of the president of the Fishburne Cultural Alliance. I'll kind of get into why as we as I go through my statement here. Uh, but I'm for those of you who aren't familiar with me, I, I'm a resident of Fitchburg. I serve on the Cultural Council as well today. Um, I am a former chair of the Cultural Council. And um, as president of the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance, I came to um, to resurrect something that I started as chair uh, in terms of bringing back a, uh, uh, an effort to have a cultural district in the city. Um, I am also, I also serve, I, I serve in a bunch of capacities. I'm just telling you the ones that I think are relevant to my ask today. And uh, so the other capacity that I serve is I'm a strategic leader with um, New View Communities um, in their steward program. I'm not sure if you're familiar with their steward program at all, but we train, we've train we trained over 300 people who are interested in being leaders in some initiative in various areas of focus uh, in the in the community. One, one in particular is, our, I would say about a quarter of the population is the art stewards, and that's where I'm, I'm pretty engaged with them. In fact, our art stewards are chiefly responsible for um, obtaining the funds and assisting the Cultural Alliance and opening up the Main Street Studios building right across the street, the old Fidelity Bank building. And um, so, you know, we're, you know, I work with a bunch of people that are just making a difference in the city and uh, very motivated and they want this to continue. And part of my ask today is for your assistance to uh, to kind of jump on board and, and support us in some way. Uh, more officially, I'm here to ask for your support of the effort to bring a cultural district into the city of Fitchburg. And I'm just going to lower this so I can see my paper. Here we go. Uh, cultural districts in Massachusetts were launched in 2011 by an act of the state legislature and administered through the Mass Cultural Council. These districts serve a few important purposes. First is economic growth. Cultural districts drive economic growth by supporting arts, humanities, and science organizations. They attract tourists and entrepreneurs, contributing to the local economy and expanding the tax base for communities. Second, they have a distinctive local character. By strengthening the influence of distinctive local character, cultural districts enhance the identity and uniqueness of each community. They celebrate local heritage, traditions, and artistic expressions. And third, quality of life. Cultural districts improve the quality of life for families across Massachusetts. Access to the cultural activities, events, and creative spaces 
enriches the lives of residents and visitors alike. In summary, these districts play a vital role in fostering creativity, promoting tourism, and enhancing community well-being. In 2013, the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance, this was prior to my service there, they led an effort to apply for a cultural district designation in Fitchburg. In fact, Ellen was, was one of the participants in putting that application together. The proposed district is was pretty much uh, comprised of all of the downtown area at the time. They did that with partnerships, including the city of Fitchburg, Fitchburg Art Museum, Fitchburg State University, Fitchburg Redevelopment Authority, the Historical Society, and several other organizations, businesses, and individuals to bring the cultural district to the city. The Mass Cultural Council held back their granting of a cultural district due to some of the criteria being unmet and other criteria not far enough along to qualify. In early 2020, when I was chair of the Fitchburg Cultural Council, efforts were underway to resubmit the application due to the pandemic, the matter ended up being changed. Now in 2024, the city has progressed even further in its readiness to achieve approval, and I'm seeking the Historical Commission's support for the city's effort to reapply for a cultural district designation. Some of you may recall Mayor Squalia's plan to bring the cultural district to the city during her inaugural address. I believe support from the Historical Commission will be a welcome addition to that effort. The Cultural Alliance Board has already made a similar commitment of support and is providing application details to the city for further consideration since the Cultural Alliance maintained most of the materials and the submission for the last application. A vote of support today is not a commitment to take on all the work. It is simply a gesture of support for the effort. This is a long application process that will involve many businesses, organizations, and individuals, as well as lots of public input to define and execute on a new application. Having seven historical districts, seven historical districts in Pittsburgh, is that right? Is that what you have? Or is it five? We have six, six, down, we have six, six? downtown. Okay. Historic yeah. districts. Okay. Um, my, so my numbers are a little off. So I, I did note here that um, with the, with the, the, that number of historical districts in Fitchburg, I suspect the process may be familiar to those of you who helped to create those um, in terms of applying and, and getting the grants. So with that, I'm asking again for the Fitchburg, Fitchburg Historical Commission to support the efforts to bring a cultural district to the city of Fitchburg. I'm here to help answer any questions, collect feedback, advice, or counsel as we embark on this journey together. I want to thank you for your time, but there were a few other points I wanted to throw in here um, through after the discussion uh, that uh, the chair uh, was sharing with us earlier, was that um, for the Cultural District, as well as with the Cultural Alliance, I mean, the Cultural Council, we do have public input meetings, and um, the the Art Week may be a good opportunity for us to, to incorporate some public input on those realms as well and, uh, and gather more people into to your events. And in terms of the collection of building assets in the downtown, I, I have a related effort already underway, not specific to downtown buildings per se, but uh, I, for years now, with, through the steward program, I have been conducting uh, what we will call community asset training uh, for the, for the uh, participants. And during the course of that time, I've been able to collect over 400 community assets, and that's, that includes buildings and people and stories and institutions and 
and all kinds of other things. So I, I do have a, a wealth of information that I'm happy to share with you, Andy, or with the, with the commission itself to, uh, to help you achieve your goals in that. And um, the third thing is, I, before I leave, I wanna make sure I give you my card so you have a way of emailing me the information that we'll be covering on Monday, so. That's, that's terrific, Joe. Yeah, um, thank you. And we, uh, we apologize for not <laughs> coordinating these things uh, earlier in uh, both of our organizations, perhaps. No apologies. Our groups. We're all busy. We work in different circles. Yeah, and, and it's, it, 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 it's, um, we're certainly aware of, of uh, things, things that you're doing and the depths of the things. I, I'm personally not aware of you know, all the things that you have been doing, and it's, it, it sounds great. I think it's uh, absolutely, uh, you know, the partnership, um, you know, can certainly reinforce our efforts because a lot of the same uh, goals and outcomes is obviously what we're looking toward. So any way that we can uh, help work with uh, what your goals are and be happy to work with that. So, and perhaps coordinating with Andy as far as your, your archives of information, uh, feel free to uh, you know, get in contact with us on that. We'll, um, you know, perhaps um, you know, next time we can review the, uh, our database that we just started talking about uh, and you know what, how we do that. Uh, I'd certainly like to have you get up on that also. Yeah, great. I'm happy yeah. to assist. Yeah. Um, I, I was just uh, re rehashing what, what I was saying earlier. I neglected to mention that the Cultural Council also voted unanimously to support the So just to add on that uh, the support is building and, and we we have other organizations uh, that in town. In town is obviously going to be involved and uh, Young Coffee Network, they've actually, with the Fitchburg Creative Cities Partnership, uh, uh, has really started building the building the foundation for us to to move this thing forward even faster. Yeah. And um, what I'm going to perhaps address as new business, um, and I think you're quite aware of the, the expo that's happening next Thursday, I believe. Yes. Uh, um, the Community Club Expo at the Y? Yes, um, and maybe we can just mention that now because I, I believe you're you're quite involved in that. And if uh, uh, and it's really kind of a parallel to what what we we're just talking about now. Maybe you could give just a quick uh, explanation of what the expo is next week. Yeah, sure, no problem. Happy happy to do that. I, I didn't bring the flyer with me, so I don't remember the date and time specifically for when the event is. If you have that, it'd be great for you to share after I give my. Uh, my spiel about the the event. Uh, the The goal of the event is for the all the different organizations and clubs and commissions and councils in every area focused within our community have an opportunity to come to the YMCA, set up a table, and be available to the public. Uh, we all work independently of each other, um, and we collaborate here and there on different things. This is one event where every organization that is involved in doing anything uh, relevant to building community in the city of Fitchburg, they're invited to come to this event. And and it's almost like a recruiting event. You know, we're inviting the, the public to come down and see what's up. This is what goes on here in the city. And there's such a varied group of, of various things happening out, out there 
that there's probably something for everybody. If you're looking to get involved in anything, you'll probably find something at the Community Club Expo at the Y next week. Terrific. Um, it, I did find it. Oh, there it is. It, yep. Um, and that's on March 7th from 5 to 7 p.m. And the, the, so the Y week, is on week, week from today, 5 to 7 p.m., uh, up the street at, at the YMCA building. Yes. Um, and it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure your organizations will probably be there. We'll definitely be there. And um, as as we, uh, as, as members kind of think about this, I just received a copy of this yesterday, I think, from uh, uh, a mail out from uh, the mayor's office uh, saying that, Perhaps, you know, as one of the um, city commissions and boards and so forth, that we might want to just uh, uh, man a table there uh, as kind of representatives and perhaps have some information. This is kind of um, things for, for us as members to think about. And if anyone could be interested or perhaps available to uh, um, sit at a table and, and obviously walk around and coordinate with all the other people that are there that are kind of doing the same thing. I believe it, it, that's part of the intent of it also, kind of sharing across um, uh, people that are interested in the city from all different aspects of, of, uh, of uh, life in the city and uh, obviously providing our, our outlet for um, uh, and kind of our commission's duty as kind of preserving the heritage of yeah, helping to preserve the heritage of the city. And I'm sure that works in strongly with kind of lots of other things that are happening, including the, the Arts Council, et cetera. So all important parts. So uh, maybe be thinking this, I'll kind of bring it up at the end of the meeting and uh, would it be possible to volunteers to- I will happily do that. Have sample of the brochure, the historic district's brochure for that? Um, yep. Um, because we talk about it. Yeah. It I'm going to send you a copy of the brochure also, Okay. Uh, which is a draft copy. It's got some typos and things in it here, but just so you're kind of aware of it. And we've been talking about these historic districts and areas that are up and down Main Street. And, uh, so you can take a look at that, which we hope to be publishing in, in May. So. I'll send you a copy uh, later. Right, I appreciate that. Thank you. Ellen has a question. Yeah. Um, do you do you suppose we could um, have a copy of the map in the brochure? Mm -hmm. Blown on, up on a poster board. Yeah. And if you think that's a good idea, I'll I'll make every effort to get it together. If you if you supply me with the material. Uh, so. Yeah, I think the uh, the idea of cultural district is great. That's really what Fitchburg needs. And the fact that it was turned down what, 10, 11 years ago, it's... Why would they turn it down? Yeah. It was heartbreaking. But why would they turn it down? Um, there were, it was a pretty long application and it was, uh, it took me about four hours to read the, all the reasons. Not because it was, there were that many. <laughs> it was just because so many things were looked at. Um, I, I guess in, to, to summarize, we hadn't uh, we hadn't fully progressed economically. Um, 
to to achieve that level. Uh, we didn't have enough businesses already in town. Our our, uh, our arts and culture scene wasn't as um, wasn't as I don't know. What would you say? Like concise, uh, well, synchronized, or something? No, um, I think we really ha hadn't done a good job of letting everybody know that we existed. <laughs> yeah, and it was hard without an address. We we had thought that when we opened Rosestone Studios that that would really help us. Um, but one of one of the um, and I I mean I'm not casting a spur yeah I can't remember the word I was going to use. Um, we we weren't well coordinated with the city. I mean the you know the planning department was wonderful in helping us, but we as you might know you know it's hard to cover all the bases because everybody on the alliance was a, a volunteer. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's nice to be able to say now that Joe's president of of the Pittsburgh Cultural Alliance and they, their address is right across the street in the form of Fidelity Bank building. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that'll make a difference. It will, it will, it will show a commit, a real commitment, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. And we, we didn't have the Creative Cities partnership that we have today as well. And, um, the the landscape of the downtown has changed in that we have more businesses opening and present than we had in the past. Um, we do more events that are focused in the downtown area as well, culturally related events. I know that um, I, I didn't actually take count the numbers, but there were a fair, uh, several grant approvals that we had at the Cultural Council for events happening downtown from Civic Days to the Riverfront uh, Music Festival to the Blacksmith Festival to, uh, I think we, we funded something on Mill Street. Uh, we've done breakdancing competitions. Uh, you know, just so, so many things that have happened downtown that, um, and it continues to grow every year. Um, to give you a little perspective, when I started um, in 2016 on the Cultural Council, we were averaging think about 40-ish applications and we're now getting close to 70 um, from different organizations and people who are looking to bring arts and culturally related events into the city. So it's it's pretty heartwarming to see how the, how the growth has happened over the years. Hey, Joe, uh, yes. who's the group that you have to apply to or? It's the, it's the Mass Cultural Council. Mass Cultural Council. Yeah, and so the city itself has to apply and I've already been speaking with Liz Murphy on that in the mayor's office, and they're definitely interested in participating. And they're interested in partnering with any organizations that want to help, because it is definitely not something you hand to one person and say, run with it. Um, the application, if I remember, the application was probably about 20 pages long. And it really scrutinizes every single detail of city life. Uh, in the in the area of in our area of focus, and so and with the public input meetings, we'll have to have at least one or two of those, maybe more. Um, I would like to do as many as we possibly can, insert them in every possible event that we can have uh, in the city between now and the time we submit the application, because I think the public's input is going to be paramount in in really how we should define what that district is. Um, one one thing, in case I forget. 
we have a, uh, a beautiful uh, brochure that recognizes the H.M. Francis buildings, and most of them are downtown. So uh, I, I think it's in need of reprinting, but I'll follow up on that for you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, following up on H.M. Francis, the, uh, you know, the, the house in Arlington Street is for sale. It's, the sale is now pending. And Bullocks? No, that was sold some time ago. This is 15 Arlington Street. It's the one next to the Bullock's house. Oh, I love that house. It's a Victorian. Yes. And the, uh, as I understand, the new owners intend to maintain it, preserve it. Uh, they're not going to rent it out or demolish it or anything, which was a great relief to me because I, I walk by that house almost every day. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, that is good news. But getting back to the Cultural Alliance, uh, uh, yes, I think, we, you know, I speak for the other commission members, we really want to coordinate uh, with you. And uh, one of the things that we've talked about is a oral history project yeah. and um, tying in with the, there, there are um, filmmakers <laughs> in, uh, in Pittsburgh, two documentary film uh, yeah. and not particularly historically oriented or, but um, it would be, I think if if we could get that focused on some kind of um, documentary about the history of Fitchburg uh, and tie it in with interviews with longtime residents of Fitchburg and they can talk about the changes that they've seen. Um, I think that would be really valuable. Yeah, if there's a filmmaker that you know of that's interested, there's opportunities for grant funds to help make that happen. The other the other thing, you, the Cultural Alliance, you're responsible for the kiosk at Mill Street, the signage, is that right? Uh, we funded it. You funded it. Yeah, and it's managed by, it's managed by the, technically by the city, but the, right now the chair of the Cultural Council is the one who maintains the, the posts that we put up on the board. I think it's great. Yeah, um, it was really a great project. We, she wanted to put, it was actually, I don't know if you know Audrey from Curious Escape Rooms. Um, it was her idea. And she wanted to propose three of them in the downtown and the, and the whole stretch. But um, because of funding limitations and city availability to do the installation, uh, we were only able to get funding for one. Well, you know, we've, we've been in, uh, involved, some of us more than others, of the uh, uh, Twin Cities Rail Trail. And oh, yeah. When, what that, a great and that's coming that out right mm -hmm. at the train station. And one of the questions is signage. You know, if, if people coming into Fitchburg, um, they see the Dunkin' Donuts, but they have no information about the rest of Main Street. Or, right. Uh, and if there is, um, if it comes up for question of where to put another kiosk, I think that might be a, a very good place to put it. Yeah, I agree, for sure. So I just wanted to get that on the record. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it kind of the coordination with this, this is something that obviously uh, your groups are very interested in also, and like the rail trail and, and how it's going to be uh, integrated 
as, as part of the, uh, the assets of the city and already is. Uh, but um, and, and we've been working with uh, community development a little bit because there was some question about historic areas that bridges and stuff that the uh, crossing the river that right along the trail, mm -hmm. uh, we got kind of asked if there were any comments on these things. We got involved with uh, helping to do some of the editing on the signage. We shouldn't be the only ones involved in this too. There's, there's certainly lots of other input from other organizations and sure. also it would be fun to kind of share that uh, which Don just mentioned, you know, kind of our initiatives that we've thought on that. And uh, the more people involved in that can kind of understand, you know, or give input to it, the richer the experience uh, the, these things will be and kind of more more heads together on it uh, certainly, certainly is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm waiting for the first artist to come looking for a grant to do something artsy with the rail trail somewhere. In some way, and uh, I think that that would uh, that would garner a lot of support. Good. This this is we'd mentioned it before, and I realized I had my my office. I brought my briefcase with me <laughs> of folders and things. But this is a a uh, maybe I can show it on the screen also. This is this is our draft copy of the of the brochure. It it's a meant to kind of fit into a, a, a slot mm -hmm. uh, in the library, city hall, uh, cultural uh, council and alliance across. Yeah, the we, we have a brochure rack at our studio building. Yeah. Anywhere and get, get this into the hands of uh, people as kind of a goal, recognizing it. This, this part of the cultural assets, uh, it will have um, a brief uh, explanation of what the historic areas are. It's hard to it, yeah, uh, focus on zoom blurs out at the kind of that. middle panel. A brief history of, of uh, Fitchburg from indigenous people to uh, the present, um, and then it opens up into a a, a map that Ellen had, had mentioned. It's going to show up yeah, out of focus. Uh, one of the screens is picking it up. Anyhow. That kind of shows all the way from Lawrence Square up Main Street in the various historic areas, uh, and including the H.M. Francis overlay survey of, of multiple buildings in the downtown area. Uh, in it, and then uh, six panels that kind of represents explanations of the uh, six different historic areas that are included. Uh, on the map area, so kind of Very a nice explanation of those. This, and then along with the the more detailed individual building uh, database that uh, we're hoping to pull together, uh, that will be searchable you know, from our uh, website in the city and probably other places in library, historical society, etc. Individual property owners or real estate agent can look up X number. Uh, Main Street or Pritchard Street or something. So this is an old building. I wonder what you know what some of the heritage and history of this is. And we all love to hear those things, and things become much more meaningful when we when you understand some of the depth of uh, it's like meeting a person and saying interesting person, but you start understanding their personalities and their 
their knowledge base, and all of a sudden, there's there's this connection with uh, our community that we uh, become so much richer. Exactly what your uh, council was doing. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you want to take a look at this, I don't know if Chris to take a look at it also. Uh, this is kind of only copy we have, but it gives kind of an idea of what we've been working on for it. Hmm? I've seen the PDF of that, but I never knew that you got that printed out. Yeah, um, and we have some other. Lisa printed it. That one. Thank you, Joe. Um, that one I got as a freebie from uh, Staples when I went to get a, a quote on printing. Okay. And uh, the the city it, it's eight and a half by eleven. Uh, in kind of its rough form. Uh, let's see if I can. It's nice. Yeah, it's it, it's turning out fairly decent. Do I have the other? Here's some not so good copies of it here, but uh, you're welcome to hang on to that one. I mean, I've read it online. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it in person yet. So it, it's a full size is 11 by 17. It's a half fold, then a triple that. So there's lots of room for lots of information. No, I, I think a nice asset. No. Um, great. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that also, uh, that, you know, here are the things that are happening. Since, since your last application, uh, lots of things, as you know, have happened. Yes. Uh, the theater block, the artist housing, mm -hmm. uh, which would just, just a dream at that time, I believe, back in 2015 or yeah, we're uh, close to there. When you, the last application went through, um, you know, city city hall itself went through transformation. It may have been vacant at that time. We were all meeting in the uh, across the street at Boulder Drive and yeah. in uh, strange quarters at those times. So uh, a lot has happened since then. I think there's there's a lot of effort. So you know, again. Let us know what we can do to help on that. And uh, I'll send you a draft copy of, of that uh, later on today. Yeah, that'd be great. I appreciate it. Yeah, and you can share it with all of your, your members. And okay, I'll do that. Um, super. Thank you all for your time and your support. I appreciate it. I look forward to working with you again soon. Terrific. I'm sure we will, Joe. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for coming, Joe. Mm -hmm. Thank you for arranging it. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, the guy that here is looking for something else. Keith. The other guy is looking for something else. Pardon? The gentleman that's here is oh. here for something else. Um, he's here just observing. Are you sure? I think so. It is. Uh, um, do you did you want to introduce your guest at all or? Yeah, Chris Chris Patinzi. He's uh, a lawyer in Pittsburgh. Um, very much uh, involved in uh, this, the concerns about the city. We had a number of conversations, and he is considering uh, joining the Historical Commission. And I hope he decides to join because I think he would be a great asset to our commission. Chris, do you want to say? Welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Okay.
Um, my name is Chris Petunzi. I live at 43 East Street. Um, I know Don and I, we've had many conversations about the historical committee <clears throat> almost daily. Um, and I understand some of the concerns. I mean, I think Don and I spoke briefly about the demolition, proposed demolition ordinance or something or other. Demolition delay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My apologies. That's okay. Big difference demolition um, and so we, we've spoken about the historic, beautiful nature of Fitchburg. I'm also, you know, I have a lot of friends here in the city. I'm practicing attorney here in the city. And I've spoken with, you know, Jimmy Connors and Chris Walton, two attorneys who have decades of experience in the city, um, Jim O'Connor and all that stuff about the historic nature of the city. I know Jimmy Connors, member of the school committee, you know, all around gad about, quite frankly, he's been here forever and he and I, only people who know Jimmy would laugh. Uh, uh, he and I have spoken about Pittsburgh at length. We, in fact, today we were at lunch and the member of the Fate Club. We were discussing historic nature of the water, and uh, we were speaking about how when the water would freeze over, it would look very beautiful, all the reds and yellows and greens and everything like that. I was, I was saying the dammy, the dammy PA, you know. But, um, but, but here we are. So I'd love to be more involved uh, with this beautiful city. Quite frankly, I've been here since 2017. Um, my, 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 my daughter and my wife, we all live together here in the city. My daughter goes to school in the city. My wife works from home. You know, we're, all, we're very involved in the city. Um, and to the extent that I have any contributions to offer, I'd love to put my name forward. So thank you very much. Perfect. Well, welcome. I'm glad you welcome. joined us today. Thank you. So what does he have to do now? Does he have to get, go to the mayor and get a, an appointment? Um, it, it, if, just let I, us. Let us know after you kind of uh, observed our disorganization as we, as we typically meet. Uh, but we have a lot of great ideas and, and great volunteer members that are, you know, I think we're, we're looking at kind of one goal. And that is we uh, talked with Joe today, kind of seeing how this, you know, the uh, integration of the various boards and commissions in the city have you know, working together. I think we can, we can, Help, uh, you know, help, help what we're all kind of looking for for um, the city. So it's great. So if, if indeed um, you'd like to be considered, we'd, we'd be happy to sure. uh, um, pass that on to the, the mayor who uh, makes the official recommendation to city council. Sure. Um, city council has a, uh, I believe, a uh, Appointments committee. Appointment committee. Oh, yes. That takes it up um, it, somewhat in, in sometimes informal uh, process. Uh, but uh, we certainly have vacancies and, and uh, uh, an opening, uh, having a someone with a legal background, an attorney's background, yeah. is always good to have their uh, as all commissions, there are legal matters that come up. Mm. and. Uh, quite often uh, beyond um, understanding of many of us. And it would be great to have uh, that supplement to the, our commissions. I think one of the best things that an attorney can ever do is realize your limitation and then plead to a higher power. So while I, 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 I for instance, taking a look at a proposed demolition delay ordinance, and I think it would be in a next version, be able to send it to the city solicitor and everything like that. So while I'm happy to be an attorney on the Commission. I don't know if I can actually be the commission's attorney, but I'm happy to provide any support and assistance I can in figuring out these thorny issues and intersection between 
preserving the historic nature of the city and who the city for. Because that's that's the biggest in my mind, that's the storm between uh potentially well, there's a whole host of issues, but yep. well Thank that's you. a excellent point you make and that we don't I am fill the slot of historian, uh, but I'm not the the commission's historian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um as um our overview of the Monument Park okay. uh, district. Uh, it's recommended that we have certain uh, uh, people, Categories. certain backgrounds. Okay. Um, a resident of a historic district, uh, real estate person, uh, historian. Uh, what are some of the others? Historical um, society. Person. Uh, someone from the historical yeah. society. Yes, exactly. So we don't have the lawyer slot. So that's uh, uh, that. That that would be a uh, extra benefit. So if it's up to us, you're hired. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think you have to. I guess there's a process you have to go through. Back. Yeah, I think you have to supply a resume. office. And Chris, if I could ask you for personal favor, sure. would you give this to James? Oh, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Of course I will. And tell him I miss him. That's all you have to say. <laughs> I'm not going to comment any further, but I would be happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy uh, loves his friends, and I would be happy to do it. Yeah. He's, Thank he, you. He's a wonderful young man. Wonderful man. And he gets better with age. And I, I really miss him. I've known him since he was that high. Really? Yeah. He is um, enjoying the warm weather in California right now. Oh, that's and nice. He'll be back middle of March. <laughs> uh, and then he'll be... Cutting a rug over the fake one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So do you have something to do with it? No, we'll do it. <laughs> so Keith is going to send that referral over to the mayor. Okay, great. Um, I I will wait for that. Thank you so much. So do you have to go? I, I, I do. Uh, unfortunately, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And uh, Judge Goldstein and Gardner is opening up a new section of the court. And today is actually the gala in Lemonster at 430. So if, if you would be so kind, I would love to uh, head over oh, there. Yeah. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for coming, Chris. Very nice to thank meet you. you. Let us know if you run into any snags on the way with your appointment. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I thought there's going to be snags. Okay. Do you have his resume? Um, I'll break his contact information. I don't. I can. Uh, oh, do you have like your resume? Do you have a resume? I do. I don't. No, you can happy to give it to whomever. Either uh, if you have my email or send it through Don, and, and uh, just so we have your information. Of course, and I just ran out of cards, so I will follow. Okay. Sometime there's. All right. Thank you. All right, Chris. Okay. Um, moving on in our agenda, I don't know if I can get it to show up or not here, so. Update on Monument Park repairs. Yeah. Um, update on Monument Park repairs. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't have anything. I'm not sure if uh, any other members of the commission have any updates on that. Um, last time we talked about uh, uh, the initiative to replace the park benches. I haven't heard any new information on that as far as sponsorship. And um, the major issue of the railings, I don't have an update on that yet. I haven't uh, got any feedback. From what was the gentleman's name at Erickson? Nick Erickson is the Public Works Commission. Public Works. Public Works. Um, maybe we can reach out to him. We could ask him to come to the next meeting. We can do that. Um, all I want, and James, James, all I would like to ask him is if he can reach out to whoever it was that he had in mind to get us an estimate on on repairing the railings. No, I don't, there should be no reason for that to be taking months and months and months to. Well, it also, it also has to get paid for. Well, no, but we need the we need the um, estimate first, yeah, and then we yeah. can put it in for hopefully like a CDG grant, <laughs> right? Um, uh, other other funding types, or other funders, yeah. Um, so, um, okay. Um, I also want to ask about the dogs not allowed sign that they agreed to take down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was the parks. Um, that was um, what was. Uh, that was the parts of the Department of Public Works. Um, or no, Parks Department. Parks Department. Um, I, I didn't hear you, Don. Oh, the dogs not allowed sign at Monument Park there too. Oh. And they agreed, you know, we um, to that they would be taken down, but they're still up. Yeah. So um, I could go with a wrench and take them down myself, oh. but. <laughs> That gentleman's name is in charge of that. Uh, James Bunnell. Yeah, Jim, James Bunnell. Um, maybe we could reach out to him about that. Yeah. Um, and also regarding the park benches, um, Andy had sent a photo in our email of yeah. the old benches that were, that were removed a couple of years ago, and it got me thinking that with if we don't get any bites on the park bench donations. Mm -hmm to maybe revisit maybe visit the idea of replacing the old ones back again <laughs> if they haven't been repurposed somewhere yeah if they uh, haven't been thrown away yes um because the bushes have been removed the reason that there were the issues in the first place was the obstruction of the view into the park no it was it was because oh right but, but the activities that were going on with wouldn't be going on with with those bushes now removed, right? So I was just saying maybe we can put them back if if we can't get any donations on the new benches, um, or I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be um, as you know, looking at our official uh, jurisdiction, if you will, over it um, as being part of the Monument Park Local Historic District. Our role as de design review is our um, our goal. Ideally, with that in mind, I would prefer one the type of park benches that are in the upper common as kind of our first choice design review, uh, in that they're more um, they're cast iron, 
uh, and kind of more reflective of the design period. This is my personal opinion anyhow, um, for the park benches as, as park benches are put yeah, back I, in. I agree, so, I agree yeah, with you on that. I, I, I think our role of whether there are benches in there or if you can take dogs in there or not, are not really in our jurisdiction. Um, the design of the benches. But if benches well, are being put back in, and I think we personally, as a commission, saying there has to be benches in the park. There weren't originally benches in the park. And, but as, as benches go back in, it would be nice to have a, a design of benches that reflects the the quality of design of the rest of the park accoutrements, et cetera. So just so we're not kind of stepping out, the, the parks department probably has more say whether there should be benches in there or not, and it's their public responsibility for parks. And our, ours is really just a design overview and kind of stops there. Although we're advocating for certainly the repair of the deteriorated uh, fencing along the outside, which is original or nearly original with with the design of the Monument Park and as part of our our charter in 1975 or whatever as being part of the existing structure then. Um, I'm, I'm just clarifying. And yeah. I, I, you know, I think our personal issues, are there benches in there or not, are, are kind of beyond our purview. Well, I just thought that they yep. came to us, yes. the, the former mayor and the police uh, chief, yep. uh, and the Department of Public Work representative came to us exactly to discuss the removal of them and the replacement of them. It's what they needed to consult with us about it. Yep, because it's in a yep. it's in the Monument Park Historic District. Yep. So I feel like we have something that we could some input on it. <laughs> Indeed, and, and as you know, I'm just saying those things kind of aside, but yes, definitely following up on it. And um, kind of the quality of those things that are happening is our purview, and I would go for the higher quality. Uh, yeah, no, my concern was is that there was no bites on any donations yeah. right. to, for the benches. So if, if that if, we, if that never materializes, I just don't want to see there never be benches in the park. So mm -hmm. I'm looking for other options, maybe True. other and, funding. And, and we were involved in particular. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that there's community block grant funding um, in the future yeah. if we don't ever get any donations on the benches. Right. Um, well, one of our members, uh, Steve Twining, um, Matthew. Um, just got funding just for the, yesterday uh, the other day um susan navari gave gave me a picture of steve and myself and when uh the clara barton uh, stone i guess you'd call it was up uh in the front of what was the academy street school which is part of the new views project and steve contacted me and said you know what's this little stone so we got talking and so forth and he took it upon himself to really get people involved and and arrange to move it to um mm -hmm. monument park and as a matter of fact there was a lovely event the day you know that it was unveiled right. and um 
I'm just thinking about him when you're talking about that, uh, Charles, because we, um, the, the first study committee that was, was required before the city could have a historic commission. Um, Frank Arison was the senior planner at that time in the city, and he chaired the Pittsburgh Historic Study Committee. And um, not only did they do everything they had to do in order to, you know, qualify Fitchburg to have a legitimate historic commission. They uh, they did the work to to um, establish the first what what do you call it? the original uh, the historic local historic the local historic district and it got approved and that was all done with this group of volunteers who wanted to work on establishing. Um, the fact that Pittsburgh had history. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you, so. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. And 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 that particular section of Monument Park, the um, the brick pavers. Uh, yes. That have right. dedication uh, inscriptions on them. Mm -hmm. In the front of that, which is on the to left you, side. Main Street on the oh. left hand side yeah. uh, by the fencing along the walkway, mm -hmm. the, you know, the the dedication pavers are could use a little bit of repair and resetting mm -hmm. with a better base on those, um, which would be great to have that. On, and and we've talked to the parks uh, yeah. department on that also briefly, uh, so perhaps having um, maybe putting it on. See if we can have uh, um, Mr. Erickson or Mr. Bennell or both of them perhaps join us at a, a future meeting. Might be that, that's good. Good. Uh, a good way of addressing those things. Yeah. And does that seem? Yes, and, and maybe you know, just to get some priority on it and see if we can get some more answers. And they'd also know that they have some, they have people that would support their effort too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we could talk to them more about getting an estimate for the railings. Exactly. So kind of those particular issues, but uh, we've talked to them before just, just to get a progress report on mm -hmm. And on my way over here, I was walking by the park and I, the, the stairs, on the main street side are just even worse. Well, they're like this. Mm. <laughs> the stones. The steps. Yes. The granite the step. steps are yep. really need to be redone. Okay. <clears throat> um, so it has a uh, possible action plan, invite them to perhaps next month's meeting. Yes. Okay. Who invites them, Ellen or you? I'll I'll reach out to them. Okay. I'll copy everybody with them. Outreach too. So, well, thank you, Keith. Okay. It, you know, this has been on the agenda forever, and I, I appreciate your. I'm going to stay on this your... commission <laughs> until the Monument Park railings get restored, and then I'm on. Then I'm going to retire. <laughs> we'll have you for a long time. You'll um, <laughs> be on the commission a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually up. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah. Okay, and you're going to re up. Yeah, good. Uh, thank you. It, it's a uh, good discussion.
update on uh, appreciation preservation. Yeah. Thanks for coming. To okay. Thank you, Joe. Nice, there. nice to hear you today. Um, number eight, update and appreciation of preservation. Historic stone walls and structures. Did we skip over? Oh, he skipped over seven. Skipped over the. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yep. The building. Right now, road on top of it. Okay, let me bring the agenda back up here so everybody. Can Actually, see. Don sent us an updated uh, um, yes. email with the updated language. Yeah, and you know, when Joe said that they returned down for a cultural district, was it 2013? It reminded me of our debacle when we proposed. It was probably around the same time. Right around the same time. Uh, and so in the meantime, we've been, uh, I've been doing a little research on other demolition delay ordinances, how many uh, towns, municipalities uh, in uh, Massachusetts have demolition delay ordinances. Um, and I reached out to some of those places like Lemonster, uh, and they said it's working fine. They have no problem uh, there, uh, working with the city on it. Um, the Springfield one I, I found particularly helpful because, among other things, it, it gives the homeowner the potential or asking for a waiver. That is, uh, the, the, uh, if it's decided <clears throat> uh, in, in, in the process uh, that a property may need to be looked at in this nine month process, mm -hmm. the uh, homeowner can ask for a waiver on that providing the reasons why they don't think it needs to do that. Um, and I thought that was a good idea. So uh, homeowners don't feel that they're some kind of, uh, they're forced into a, uh, this uh, process without any recourse. Now, the waiver can be accepted or it can be turned down. Mm. If it's turned down, then it, the, uh, then the nine month process uh, kicks in. But at each point, there are, uh, there are fails, I guess, fail safe, is that the right word? Where uh, the buildings commissioner or the city can decide, well, if a, if a structure is a safety um, and it really needs to be torn down, emergency, then that overrules the this nine month process. Mm. The whole purpose of the nine month process is to look at alternatives to tearing down a building or fundamentally demolishing a significant part uh, of of a building. Um, because for one thing, <laughs> it may be cheaper not to demolish it, it maybe cheaper if, if, if the uh, building owner hasn't looked into 
those alternatives or is unaware of them, uh, this is a, a means by letting the building owner know mm -hmm. that there are alternatives to demolishing, which can be very expensive. You know, it's it's uh, a uh, it's it's you know there's there's a kind of uh, often a knee jerk reaction to something. Oh, it's an old building, tear it down. Mm -hmm. Well, let's think about cheaper alternatives. Let's think about the uh, historical integrity of the city that we're trying to preserve, especially the downtown uh, area. This this area in, in many European cities would be called the Old, old Town, mm. uh, which has special rules uh, applied to it uh, in contrast, in, in distinction mm. from the New Town. Um, so Edinburgh, for example, has an old town. Warsaw has an old town. Krakow has an old town. So, and the point is that these areas become attractive for uh, for the arts, for culture. Uh, they become attractive for businesses uh, wanting to relocate here, um, and they become attractive for people want to live here because it's beautiful. It's <laughs> lovely downtown Fitchburg. Um, the, the Those words don't, don't often go together in the same phrase. But if you just walk down Main Street, looking at the buildings, you, the, you help but see the potential. Keith knows he's an architect. You see the potential here. And the, the potential could go one of two ways. It could go for preservation, economic revival, more businesses, more uh, residents, tourists coming in, or it could go the other way, tear it down and uh, create a, a kind of wasteland. Well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever said this for you, for all of you. Um, in addition to all the reasons that we we care very much about preservation, I think it would, if it was fully understood, perhaps it would develop a sense of pride. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need that. We need it. We we definitely need that because um, the overall. As we know, back in 1950s, 1960s, Fitchburg was the go-to place. Oh my it was goodness, the yes. cultural center of, of North Central Massachusetts. That's where people went on Friday nights and Saturday. Uh, not just Friday nights, but... Oh, right. And now you, you tell people you're from Fitchburg and they kind of grimace. Oh. What happened? What happened since the 1950s, 1960s to today? I've asked myself that a thousand times. <laughs> but also yesterday we were discussing Rodney Wallace's name came up, and um, I think I, I think I shared this in our Tuesday. Um, Rodney Wallace lived at the top of Main Street in the brick house, you know. 
on the opposite, I mean, on the right side of the Unitarian Church, the upper common. So I have this, I, I used to be involved in old fashioned bargain days and things, always trying to come up with ideas. And at one time I thought it would be wonderful if someone would imitate Rodney Wallace and step out of, step down onto the street and start walking down the area that's, you know, the Upper Common. Now, years and years ago, the Upper Common actually had a bandstand and somebody was kind enough to send me an old, old postcard showing it. I'll tell you the rest of the story another time. So he, he he's walking down. He belonged, he was a, 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 <clears throat> a member of the Rose Stone Congregational Church. His office building was next door and it was stunning. The Sentinel building. It was everybody in town called it the Sentinel building because they, they actually used a good part of the building. And walking further down Main Street, he paid for the, he gave the city the first um, library. And he also was responsible, responsible for the, set of staircase, the staircase that I adore from um, Pritchard Street to Academy Street in front of the high school. And so I'm, I'm saying this to you because <laughs> we were, we were for, the city was fortunate. It was, you know, long before I arrived, but there, there were people who, I mean, I, I talked, I think of Rodney Wallace as a visionary. Well, what what should be on Main Street? I don't know if that was his thought, but in my thought, my thought it was uh, that you know one day he the library was built and he was standing talking to somebody and looking up Wallace Avenue, which is named after him, and saw the opportunity for the staircase. And the most important part of this little story is that Henry Francis designed most of these buildings. And I, I found out that um, he also had his his um, architectural office in the Sentinel building, or the Wallace building. Mm -hmm. And the, there are there are remnants of the Wallace building. Um, I went to a public hearing when the a Sentinel announced that they were going to tear down the building, and I. You know, this can't happen. This is this is before I discovered preservation, and um, I went to a meeting and I spoke about my disappointment or whatever. And after the meeting, the publisher at the time approached me and said he would like to meet with me. I mean, they they weren't going to change their plans, and um, we did meet, and he said you know, perhaps you'd like something from the building. He said, it's not for me. I said, it's the building and what it stands for and its relationship to Rodney Wallace and all that. So he said, well, think about it. So I did, and I, I parked the car and sat across from it and kept looking at it. And the more I looked at it, the sadder I was. But anyway, I, I he called me to a to follow up and he said, have you come up with something, Ellen? And I said, yes. Would it be possible to, to preserve the entrance way? <laughs> you probably all know this. Yes. 
and those sto those stones are still waiting to be. They were going to move those. Oh, well, they've been moved a couple times. But I mean, from the where they were on Boulder Drive, they were supposed to get. Not yet, please God. <laughs> it hasn't come to fruition yet. <laughs> no, they're still there. So the the problem that we faced before we getting the demolition delay ordinance approved by city council and what we seem to encounter uh, in talking with select city officials is, um, well, I don't know what this demolition delay ordinance is, but I don't like it. Uh, because, and, and then they'll raise issues that are covered in, because they haven't read it, you know, and, uh, the, the Ellen had an excellent idea. Let's get a PowerPoint presentation of the the buildings that have been torn down, like the old uh, train station, like uh, Lucy Helen uh, Hospital, um, and and say, look, this we we <laughs> I don't know if we want to contrast with what's there now, but uh, we we want to get the point across that if there had been a demolition delay ordinance, maybe these uh, landmarks would have been preserved. You know, it, the Lucy Helen Hospital is, is particularly important because as you mentioned, you were born there. <laughs> that not just not just you no thousands of residents of Fitchburg were born there and then it's gone it's part of their identity you they've ripped out the identity of the, they can no longer point to this is the place I was born you know um speaking of Lucy Helen I don't know who, who the group was but every um, spring, a group of women ha had a little fair outside, you know, and um, probably the women's club or somebody like some group like that. And, you know, I used to go, <laughs> I, I loved, I, I loved things like that. And, um, you know, I used to say to myself, I wonder what, I wonder where I was born in that hospital. Yes. You know, and, and I'll, I'll just add one, I, I don't, I'm, I apologize for taking your time, but um, when when we were meeting, I, I thought about when, the story about the Lucy Helen Hospital. But my father had to be called uh, to, to let him know, you know, that I had arrived, and he was at a meeting at City Hall. <laughs> I don't know how they reached him. We didn't have cell phones. I don't, I don't know, but to let him know that. His first child was born up the street. <laughs> There's a connection. So, the Don who does the Don Lasso, who does the website for Historical Society, do you think he would have access to um, photos of the older buildings, the buildings that have been torn down? Yeah, most likely. Yep. Well, is. Quite a bit of them are stored in the uh, 
database at the society. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a big collection of these glass negatives that the early photographers were taking of the city buildings. All right. Well, um, let's, let's, you know, that's coordinate on that. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking to coordinate on. Great. Get those grouped together. Okay. Sounds good. Part of our May Preservation Month yes. project. Mm. Great. Uh, you know what? Do you remember? And then have the pictures, you know, somebody goes to our website and we have something about, do you remember? And then have a series of pictures of the old building. Yeah, but even newer residents, like I was talking with a woman on the commuter rail. Uh -huh. She and her husband moved to Fitchburg about 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. So she had no memory of the old train station. And almost out of the blue, she said, I was just- Oh, 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 the low house. Yes. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Charles, the low house. So that's an image of- Oh. Um, yeah, that's where the post office is now. That's where right. the post office and, is. And on the other side was the Lucy Helen Hospital. Yeah, Keith, I wonder and, if anybody's done an analysis of why the post office looks the way it does architecturally. <laughs> All I know is that, you know, it was another... <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Um, we we needed a new, new post office. Yeah, it... Um, you know, and the, there and are probably many reasons of things. Whether what are the alternatives? You know, discussing it at the time of you know, you know, um, and, and I think I was talking with maybe Ellen the other day also about the word progress was used a lot during the fifties, sixties, and seventies of you know why we change things, we take down train stations that were not in use anymore, or replacing buildings like this. And these are things that our commission is trying to uh, under, understand. And through things like, you know, what we're talking about now is a demolition delay. If in, in a situation like this, where there's an existing building, um, perhaps, you know, it outgrown its use as a hospital and Burbank hospital and all the things were, really kind of founded upon, you know, the need or expanded needs of, of nursing and better, better, uh, better care facilities. Um, and when these things happen, uh, having a kind of a stronger discussion to be able to happen at that time, uh, so that there is a, not just a, a single sided vision of, of um of progress um and kind of understanding the um the richness of heritage that our community will be on the one hand losing as, as you uh, were aware of as, as buildings were being torn down and being able to have that discussion so the just to kind of give a broader context uh, seeing beautiful buildings like this and being able to 
have another voice in the discussion of, of when things are um, going to be erased a bit from, from our cultural heritage, if you will. As these things become part of our, every, everyone's uh, heritage in a way, although it's under some sort of private ownership and certainly all properties in the city and as, as was the hospital and the hospital corporation or whatever it was at the time, had made decisions of uh, vacating it. And the, the, you know obviously the post office needed larger facilities, the, the population had grown, uh, mail delivery, et cetera, was not being met. Not enough parking. You know, <laughs> enough parking, uh, not enough room for the mail trucks or the sorting rooms or whatever the standards for post offices were at that time. And the discussion became up, where is the property available? Should it be downtown or should it be out on Gold Star or uh, um, John Fitch Highway? Uh, should it be downtown or not? And you know, what gives? And with the demolition delay, it allows the the cultural side of that to be uh, to have a seat at the table where these discussions are being made and being able to make the uh, the uh, taking time through a period of time of discussion, which uh, we through state legislation in each community can create a demolition delay ordinance so that we can have this moment of discussion of what are the options you know could the building be moved could it be salvaged could it be uh, could the post is there are there other locations for the post office could this be incorporated into the postal uh re, you know issues etc or the or the property you know is it could the post office work around this particular property and still allow this to be part of the uh, the visual and cultural heritage of, of our downtown is so it, it's a good example and you know how those things turn out the the state's ordinance that allows demolition delay ordinances to be uh, created by communities uh, such as Fitbird and Lemonster that has many surrounding towns and cities have a demolition delay and uh, it allows that discussion to happen for a brief period in the life of a building or a post office building that's been there for uh, you know, 50 years now or something probably. So we're just asking for you know nine months, 12 month uh, delay to allow this discussion and, and thoughts to be heard. So I, I think is, this is, um, I think, what you've done in your revision it's, are good. I've got a couple things I'll pass on to you that just uh, a couple um, additions or or um, pieces to it, and, and maybe um, a possibility we talked about May being preservation month and having some sub activities besides kind of the final. Uh, um, presentation day uh, that maybe having kind of a, a public forum, if you will, uh, maybe a FATV program that's kind of talking about what demolition delays are, or um, or not. And if we're not ready to 
to kind of make a, uh, an opening on it, but it might be uh, with the focus on preservation and the importance of preservation, uh, maybe that's something uh, we can add to that month's agenda in, in besides just our meetings here, it is being able to uh, have more of kind of a public discussion on it too. Um, By the way, the, the last occupant of, of the low house was the school department. And uh, I decided when I was a junior that I wanted to get a job in the summertime. And I was told I couldn't because I was, wasn't 16. And so I don't know, somebody told me that I could go to the school department and get a work permit so I could go and apply for a job. And that's where I went. And it was it was quite a number of years after that 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 was torn down. But I was, you know, just thrilled to be inside. But that's where the school department was. Yeah. This is a, a great example. A lot of buildings in Fitchburg still exist with a, a roof line like this, maybe not quite as elaborate. This is uh, an architectural <laughs> period called the Second Empire period. Is, uh, is that what it is? Because I know the you know the mansard roof. Yeah. Then the other features, I, I I'm not sure I'd recognize. Yeah. And and certainly lots of other decorative pieces. The the porch here is wonderful with lots of additional uh, detailing. Uh, the, the side uh, carriage drop off spot so you wouldn't be out in the snow or <laughs> uh, Port Cochere, I think it's. But what was it called? Port Cochere. Oh, okay. I, it, it's from France. Um, but the, the Second Empire refers to, I think, the Napoleonic Second Empire. And uh, in the historic areas of Paris, this, this mansard roof piece, a little bit of history that I, uh, I'll try to paraphrase here, is that there were zoning ordinances of how high you could make your buildings. Uh, for various reasons in Paris at the time. And um, all buildings had roofs on them and so forth. So you didn't count the top story because that was the attic story. And it was usually, if it was a little pediment or something, it was very limited volume in the outside. So uh -huh. created builders got so that they could actually make it very steep pitches so it was a double pitch roof, so that the the upstairs rooms in that attic area became a lot larger, almost ninety percent of the size, of, or ninety nine percent of the size of the the floors below, with its dormers, and a second roof with much lower pitch on the top of it. So mansard is a, a French term, and that, along with many other styles, were imported so to Europe. Uh, and we in America love the architecture of Europe, or at least the American colonists and our ancestors did. And so we repeated these things. We saw them and our people were traveling by steam vessels and so forth to Europe a lot more then. So by the 1850s, this started to be a, a period of replicating kind of uh, the building architecture of Paris in particular. And, and they're all over Fitchburg. You, you'll see the mansard mm -hmm. roof buildings. This is a super elegant one, but many of these still exist, uh, certainly in the Highland Street area, in South 
Pittsburgh and uh, believe in Claghorn and et cetera. Many three-deckers were done as the mansard roof buildings also. Uh, very stylish and very, very nice looking. So things to learn of our heritage. And as we start posting some of the history of these things, I think uh, be a, a good, good piece uh, to that. And something I'd say it would be nice to along in our city website if we could have um, there's a lot of documentation of architectural styles and as as homeowners or property owners can look at our buildings here in Fitchburg, being able to identify the style of the building that their their own house or their apartment building was designed as and some of the heritage of the time and kind of the back Backstories okay. of how it was made. We we start understanding what the people were like that you know what that built and designed the houses or buildings and our were like. And the more we kind of appreciate the uh, the decisions they made at those times, and the more we kind of understand our buildings and uh, why they look like they do. So that's kind of an offshoot a little bit, but. Uh, you know, but a very important offshoot. <laughs> yeah, uh, some fun things. So it, um, I, these are some of the comments I had on. Oh, great. You, Thank you. Your most recent draft. And, yes. And let me know if you have any thoughts on those. Um, and if if we, kind of two things, we want to maybe post a draft for that on our website so we can get public feedback, uh, possibly. Yes, and at what point do we want to send it to council members? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, kind of my thought is, is we're working through the May events and kind of building up the importance mm. in a public domain. I, I know uh, Mayor Squally is very interested in the uh, Preservation Month activities that we're talking about, or I, I, I believe she is. And I think also city council should be kind of uh, informed uh, of this month's activities and kind of oh, the sure. importance of preservation. My thought is that as we kind of go through our May events and kind of highlighting the importance to the city, including city council members, that this could be shorter there. Um, you know, kind of um, awareness of what the commission is and, and awareness of the city of heritage, uh, kind of the push in that. And, and at that time, um, but when is introducing it? it to council in, in the, by individual councilors, your, your own ward councilors and councilors at large, talking with them and um, perhaps the council uh, chair and, and- Well, the president would be happy to come. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so it's not just thrown at them kind of a blind side, but it's a discussion before and uh, input from them also, obviously to uh, um, understand what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, in a uh, in a good educational piece, so we're looking at education, particularly in the next couple of months, 
and uh, kind of integrating with that. And my thought, anyhow, is uh, kind of a follow-up to the month of May. It's going to be a good time to kind of work on that. May I just step flyer? I'd be glad to go to this. Look, I have to leave. I have an appointment in an hour. The March 7th, it's, they're probably kicking off our services again. Um, it, it's Thursday, March 7th. The week from today. And it's at, at the YMCA. And it's called the Community Club Expo. And I had not heard anything about it. So I'm. It, yeah, it just, just came out uh, a couple of days ago. It's, I think it had been organized by. The Cultural Alliance, perhaps, and and it's just kind of a get together. I, I, it's an adult program at the YMCA, essentially saying that here are a collection of organizations in the city mm -hmm. that um, you, as other citizens, might be interested mm -hmm. in, in uh, being involved with. Oh, the Pittsburgh Creative City Partnership. Yes, and. Um, that's a good lead in. And Joe was start. obviously very involved in yes, helping he setting this up. Yeah. And we we just moved, the Alliance just moved to the former um, Bank. Fidelity Bank building no. at the corner. I can see the. And I, I'm not sure if we're open every day, but. No. Um, Anybody else uh, be interested in uh, reserving a table? You, you kind of have to respond by. E email to the organizers to say yes we'd like a table and then we could see about getting uh you know like a blow up of the map of the historic districts and uh and maybe a sample of the the brochure and uh uh historic marker program some uh, couple printouts of the we have any copies of that uh, brochure still yeah actually have some with me tonight you want them <laughs> okay um about 50 shares okay wonderful uh so, so maybe some of those could be taken to that also just from if it's mm -hmm. a table just you know the historical commission mm -hmm. yep. kind of a brief description of what it is here's just some of the things that we've been working on uh demolition delay um preservation month uh recognizing um uh, our building heritage, monument park, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta go. Great, thank you, Charles. Anybody want to come? We we still have a we still have a quorum, so we're working. It's okay. For you, we get any of those letters are uh, for historical markers. One of them is. Is it? Yeah. Which house? Um, Atlantic Twenty One Atlantic Ave. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know so, which particular house that is, but they're all nice on that street. Yes, so. <laughs> up off of uh, Summer Street. All right, and we got everything worked out with the sign makers. Uh, yes, they figured out. Yep. Uh, kind of jump before you leave, and, and the question on signs, we have one application that just gone into the sign maker, and I think I mentioned it before. It's, it's up in what was called Rockville, and. Uh, Westminster Hill Road, mm -hmm. um, an, an older 1850s farmhouse. Right. Yeah. So that's that's going in. So the and, new signs are look pretty similar to the old ones that we had. Yes. Yeah. Can't really tell any difference. Uh, I don't believe so. They, they're, uh, you know, the quality is looking good. Good. Yeah.
There's one on the uh, the, the uh, Drury Building uh, on the corner of Blossom and Main Street. Uh, so if you yeah, want to take a look at that out. Yeah. All right. So I have to leave early. Okay. Thanks for coming. Bill. That's fine. Thank you. Charles. See you, Charles. Nice to see you, Charles. Bye-bye. Thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Are these the brochures you're going to bring? Yeah. That, that's great. Yeah. So any other volunteers for next Thursday? Well, I kind of. Kind of? Okay. Did you want to come too? I don't think I can make that one. Okay. But I, I can give you, I had extra brochures. Oh, good. All right, Don, why don't you take them, Don? We can we can display those. Okay. I better give them to you. Oh, okay. All right. You're not sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I sure. I'll call you if you don't mind if I need a ride. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I don't think I can make it, so that you guys could work that out, mm -hmm. and it would be good just to kind of cross pollinate with all the other oh, discussions sure. and the tables there. So that's. That's part of the um, part of the uh, um, participation piece of it. Is this yours, Keith? Uh, you can have that. Oh, okay. Since, since you're going there, it has the um, it has the contact information. Yes. I will let them know. I, I will do the. I'll email them. Uh, you'll be. Uh, having a table there. Okay. Or we will be having a yep. table there. Okay. All right. Mm, to do, to do. Okay. Thank you. Um, any other comments on the updated? Uh, demolition delay ordinance on its handout. Okay, uh, moving on to item number eight. We can write one now. Update on appreciation and preservation of historic stone walls and structures. No update. Okay, um, just kind of a side piece on that. Um, uh, there was an application that came through uh, for endorsement of an application for uh, funding assistance for completion of a phase two or a, an ongoing work for the uh, the rock walk, which is. Uh, starts at, Peters. at yeah, at Pete Daglio, Daglio, mm -hmm. uh, Kappa Daglio. Yeah. Uh, the Rock Walk, as many people know, starts at the boulder at the head of the common, and uh, there are marking posts of, of the kind of mark the trail as they go up Wollstone uh, Street and on up. Uh, cutting across through some of the neighborhoods there up up to the um, Rollstone Quarry site. Does it does it go up that street that we went up? You know. Uh... Yeah, that goes up Rollstone Street, and then it then it takes a right turn up through the neighborhood there. Uh, oh, okay. And there's a parking area at the top, kind of a dead end of one of those streets, 
And then the, oh, I the, the, yeah. the application was, and I sent an endorsement uh, from the Historical Commission oh, saying we, we held back this, or we, we would endorse it for funding, uh, is completion of that trail from the parking lot on up uh, to the actual quarry space, mm -hmm. uh, making it more navigable and signage for that section, and I believe for other parts of the trail also, mm -hmm. they're looking for funding. So, uh, is is the city in, in doing the, that, or is it? Pardon me? Peter, is the city doing that, or is Peter doing it? Um, it, it? Peter was doing it as kind of heading up the the rock walk piece yeah. with endorsements from various city oh. various city agencies, and it's for. Uh, and I believe it is a state funding agency that oh. that helps. Uh, um, or projects like that. So uh, they asked the Historical Commission if we, if we would endorse it also. Oh, that's one thing. The importance of the heritage of the, the quarry and uh, which ties in a little bit with the, uh, the historic stone walls and structures uh, on our item here. So uh, just a little side piece on our endorsement for that and the quarry, quarry walk. Number nine, coordination of signage for the uh, Twin City Rail Trails. Um, no specific update on that. Um, the We have some time to kind of finish the editing on those. And I think uh, after May, I think we'll start spending some time on that. So we'll keep it on the agenda for the next couple of months and uh, get back to work on that, uh, I think. Any questions on rail trail? Mm -hmm. And um, just talking with Joe on this again, this is something that uh, uh, perhaps should be bigger than just our input <laughs> and including other, other uh, such as the Cultural Alliance and Council, uh, sharing our thoughts and getting their input on them also uh, would be, uh, uh, kind of a, a, an outreach happening on that. Number 10, update on historic districts information brochure. Um, we, we've uh, gotten uh, from our, our December, which was the latest draft of the graphics and the text of the brochure, we've gotten input back from uh, several different uh, sources. Uh, I'm compiling those edits into a list that we'll try to get back to the graphic designer. And if uh, I think we have most of the edits together and I'll try to see if I can uh, get those back to our, our graphic designer at Pittsburgh State who's helping us with this and try to get the final piece. Uh, I've also gotten some quotations for printing uh, and from our our, um, I, I showed it to uh, community development and economic development uh, people at, at our uh, May event meeting, and uh, they were enthusiastic about it as being a great tool for the city to uh, uh, for marketing and showing real estate people, et cetera. Uh, that they were suggesting that I was thinking, well, we should get 500 printed. And, and maybe a long shot, maybe a thousand. And they said, no, let's get 2,000 or 5,000 of them printed up. So 
Uh, I've, I've gotten a couple quotes, one from uh, Minuteman uh, printers, and another one from a local, another local uh, national printing organization or outfit, stationary store, and also uh, talking with uh, Fitchburg State, where they have a, a, a print, uh, a high, high, highly professional printing process there too. And perhaps, uh, so we're kind of weighing what we, we can get done for the least amount of money and good quality. So uh, I hope to have some updates on that shortly. Um, for the higher number, 2,000, 5,000 mm -hmm. copies of it. Nice. Um, it'd be a, a great, great piece for the city. So I think it's gonna pay off. Um, Historic marker update. I just mentioned we have a new application for a, a house on Atlantic Ave uh, that we'll try to process right away. Uh, commission number 12 on the agenda, commission uh, membership vacancies. Um, um, we had a, uh, obviously, um, with Chris being here today and, and uh, uh, being able to uh, share his thoughts and uh, interest in the commission. Uh, we have one additional vacancy. Uh, as we had mentioned before, it would be great uh, to have someone from the local real estate industry. And um, I asked someone today. Yes, we have a lawyer. She yeah. said, no, she's too busy. And I have one other person who was hoping to join us last month and wasn't able to. Uh, and I uh, talked with them, and they hope to be able to join us in our March meeting. Great. So um, some progress on those fronts. So, John, what was Chris's last name again? Batinzi, B-A-T-I-N-S-E-Y. S-E-Y. Can you spell that a little louder? Pardon me? Could you spell that again? B-A. B. E as in boy, yep. A, T as in Tom, uh -huh. I, N as in Nancy, uh -huh. <laughs> S, what did I say, S-E-Y? Yes. S-E-Y? S-E-Y, Patinzi, yes. Patinzi. I think he goes by Patinzi, not that. Patinsky. And Chris is just C-H-R-I-S, I hope. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, perhaps. Oh, B A T I N S E Y. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Great. You got, um, you got emails? Um, I do. As a matter of fact, Google his name. <laughs> uh, either way. Either way. Fitchburg website additions, links to architectural styles, national park service, preservation briefs, et cetera. Um, still on the agenda, uh, along with a digital copy of the brochure and perhaps the H.M. Francis brochure. Um, my suggested goal, and I'll, I will try to work on this as, as a project for me, is try to get that on the website by May mm -hmm. also. Um, and any progress or suggestions of the layout, et cetera. I'll, I'll share with everybody in the commission before I send that in. Great. Maybe we can discuss it more in April. 
new business. Uh, we we talked about the Community Club Expo, uh, which is next week, March 7th. Um, and then Ellen's going to help man the table. Don said he might be able to make it. Um, so that's great. And uh, I will follow up an email the organizer of it to let them know that we'll okay. request a table. And you want me to, um, let's see, I think I brought, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't bring, I didn't bring the samples. I should have the, the, ma uh, the map from my brochure um, enlarged. I have, you, you gave me a sample that my brother is home. Um, yeah, I can, I can, let me see if I can get something printed up by then, maybe by Monday. Okay. When I'll see you for mm -hmm. the, uh, the May, May event mm -hmm. meeting. And any of else, any of you who want to join the one o'clock Monday meeting, that would be great to have you also. That's the planning for the May event with other city agency stuff. Um, okay, any other new business? Good, uh, productive meeting. Uh, next meeting is 3 p.m. Thursday, March 28th, 2024. Uh, that'll be in the West meeting room and not in the council chambers in City Hall. Um, Motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Very good. Thank you all for, for coming and um, hope to see you soon or in the March meeting. <laughs>